Now on to our listeners. T3 understands what took place. The night you started listening to wrestling podcasts, you got down on your knees, put your little hands together and said a prayer and it sounded like this. Oh dear God, you see my name's Billy and I just love wrestling podcasts, but there's just one problem. They all absolutely suck. And then at that point, Billy, your house started to shake, the heavens opened up, and God himself spoke to you and said, Bob, but my name's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name is. You are absolutely right. They do suck. But there is one thing and one thing only that you can do. You must go find the show that is simply electrifying. You must go find Take Two Takedown. Oh, but God, anybody but take... Know your role and shut your mouth. And then as fear went through your body, tears went down your cheek and piss rolled down your leg. Your house started to shake, the clouds parted and the heavens opened. And what seemed like millions and millions of voices said to you in unison, Jabroni, if you smell what T3 is cooking... Episode 66, Take Two Takedown, Craig and John here once again to break down the wrestling world for you. Welcome, John. Thank you, Craig. I am happy that we are here. We had a big live episode for our main Take Two show. Whoa. Which hopefully people heard us on. We were live at a comic book store, Comics to Astonish in Columbia. Then it was actually went so long we had to move to another location uh, because we shut the comic store down. Because um, even geeks have to sleep. It's what we do. It's what we do. We go in, we take over, we dominate, then we get kicked out. But as much as we could, we still brought up wrestling. Every opportunity, Every opportunity we, we had. <laughs> A lot of side jokes that if you were listening closely, T3 fans, you would hear that we were making, that we knew the other hosts, Brian and Roy, were not getting. But we would giggle at and we hope you would enjoy. So if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to 124. It was definitely a good episode. But... Let's get into episode 66 of T3. We have a lot to discuss. Things happened all over the place. We had Return of Stars. We had uh, champions going all over the place. We had stars getting cut. Uh, we have Bruce Planchard, or Bruce uh, Pritchard. Pritchard is now part of WWE Creative as well. Yeah, weird. Weird. Very, very weird. Have you ever listened to his podcast? Uh, I've watched it on the network, like okay. how they do the thing, but I, I mean, I've never listened to it on my phone. But... I've listened to a couple of episodes, mm-hmm. and I mean... To me, it's more like a nostalgia show. Yeah. Like he goes back and he's like, I remember I did this. Yes. I remember we did this. Or do you remember that and how awesome it was? Mm-hmm. And I kind of like it for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then do you think that's going to lead into his entrance into the WWE creative? I mean, we're going to get a lot more of these Jurassic Park geriatric well, comebacks? Let's jump into it like with Vince McMahon coming out and taking away the people's choices of Becky Lynch and Kofi Kingston. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's been done right right uh the shake-ups that are going on now where the title bouts are changing and new people are coming and Mm -hmm. old people are coming back and it's like everything that's going on is all to shake it up but it's all been done before it has which is which is fine because there are things in wrestling that can happen repetitively and do and they always work right uh every man wrestler against authority 
Right. It always works. Like, always works. You know, or bringing back a Batista. Yes. Everybody loves Batista. He renamed himself as a movie star. You bring him back for that run. We mm-hmm. know he's going up against Triple H. We're fine with it. We mm-hmm. like Batista. Now, the question comes in, obviously, Batista's coming as a heel. That's definitely definitely what happened when you beat up a 70-year-old man on his birthday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, he's coming in as a heel. You've got Triple H being the face. I guess he's... I mean, I don't have a problem with that per se, but mm-hmm. you can't have a heel-heel fight, especially... Well, yeah, and this is this is something we were talking about in our pre-show, pre-show, pre-show meeting of talking about wrestling throughout the entire week, because it's yeah, pretty much what we're talking about. Yeah, because that's what we do. About. Do you think the Vince coming back to take away Becky Lynch's from WrestleMania, to take away Kofi Kingston's run at Fastlane, do you think him coming to do that is making him the uber heel to then make Stephanie and Triple H and Shane the faces of... This is what he's doing. Even we don't agree with it. To then make Triple H the face also for the Batista thing. Well, yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I also think it may go much deeper where it's now the where the tradition in wrestling is that the older wrestler that's on their way out or going behind the curtain mm-hmm. uh, gives the pin to the new person coming in. Right, right. So in this case, it would be Vince McMahon coming out being the ultimate heel so that Stephanie, Triple H, and Shane can come out and take over officially and run WWE as the faces mm. of WWE. And Vince, I mean, Vince is going to be Vince, and it's going to be his company till the day he dies. Right, right. But now he'll turn over the operation to Triple H, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Shane, to Stephanie, and, you know, put them over in doing so. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. The only issue I have with that is that while I like that storyline, I like it if they're going that way, then you end up with three faces in authority at WWE, at least on camera, and that's not as much fun as having a heel authority in there. No, I think I think what you'll see is Shane will keep SmackDown or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, it'll be mostly Triple H because he's the performer. Oh, yeah. Stephanie yeah. will come out when Stephanie wants to say how Stephanie did all this as a historic She moment. started women's wrestling, you know that, right? She invented it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it was not a thing before. No, her. it was not a thing until her. But with, like, something like that, she'll come out for. But mm-hmm. mostly it'll be Triple H, and he'll be that factor, that face, that... Because we love Triple H and what he's done with NXT. Yes. I think he's proven to Vince. It's like, hey, NXT has been great. You gave me 205. I gave you some ratings, but it just was beyond help. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, which gets us into... Which gets us into a whole other topic. So, WWE has recently released some of their wrestlers. Right. We got uh, Atami. We have TJP. And we have Ty Dillinger, all released you know, within like the past was, week. He was asking for his He release. was asking for it. I hear Ty Dillinger was asking for it. Yeah, they want to go. TJP, I think they were just like, hey, we'll let you have your release too. And he's like, wait, what? I didn't I didn't ask for it. Nope, we'll let you go, TJ. But you and I always liked TJP. Mm-hmm. We yeah. always enjoyed watching him wrestle. And I think he's a great wrestler. So that begs the question, if he leaves, if these three people leave... Do you think if they go somewhere like an AEW mm-hmm. or even a Ring of Honor that they would have more of a pop, more of a push, and they would get more uh, television time and wrestling presence? I mean, I think that they almost would just based on... I mean, you know, you see it even in our local stuff of Maryland Championship Wrestling, Right Coast Pro. Anybody that's been on WWE main television, even just 205, 
is going to get more eyes on your product, more eyes on your AEW, more eyes on your Ring of Honor. That's why when Jericho fights and comes in with AEW or would do it with New Japan, it was such a big thing because everybody's like, I know Jericho from this TV show. Do you think like these three wrestlers in particular and probably some of the more lower card ones that they'll release later on down the road, Mm -hmm. do you think they have as much pull to go someplace like, and we keep saying AEW because that's the new up and comer. Oh yeah. And they're the ones with the money. New Japan, AEW, Ring of Honor, even the almost defunct TNA and Mm -hmm. any other venues that's coming out. um, Do you think they have enough pull or is it someone like, and I want to talk about Dean Ambrose for a minute. Mm -hmm. Someone like Dean Ambrose that if he's actually leaving, you know, is that like, that's the money grabber. That's the one that we want to pull to mm-hmm. our production so that we could, you know, have that draw. Because I would follow Dean to AEW if you went there. Oh, 100%. New Japan. 100%. And I, I think, you know, even companies like AEW need to look at it like, yes, TJP has fans. Yeah, Ty Dillinger has fans. The Perfect Ten thing, you know, the audience got into. But none of them sold the amount of merch that Dean Ambrose did. Right. You know, even, even single... He's you know, a legit he, he's superstar. He's a legit superstar. That if they had somebody like him on their roster, you know, that's a Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega pull level. That's what I'm saying. Like, AEW is building its ranks. Would Dean Ambrose... I mean, I would love to see Dean Ambrose wrestle Chris Jericho. I would love to see Dean yeah. Ambrose wrestle Kenny Omega. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Dean would have to step up his game a little bit. Yes. <laughs> But I would love to see those bouts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it begs to ask, AEW, do they have the money? Do they have the pool? Do they have the ability to get these names if they are wanting their release to move forward? Or, you know, I mean, I on- I honestly assume someone like a Ty Gill- Dillinger and AEP or AEP, TJP mm-hmm. and, um, you know, Atawa. I think Atawa will go back to ring a, a New Japan. New Japan, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know, I think those two could go over to AEW and have a better career, better character oh, yeah. development. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they would definitely. If if the AEW does actually end up being on TV, like they keep talking about, they're going to be. They would definitely get more camera time yeah. than they do now in the one but hour think, of two hundred five. I think AEW right now only has twenty something wrestlers, right, signed or committed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all of which. I, I like I enjoy. Oh yeah, yeah. And none of them are the three hundred pound, six foot two minimum beefcakes that WWE likes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They are all the cruiser to middleweight, high flyers, yeah. high action in the ring, and it's what wrestling is developing to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, even somebody like Dean Ambrose, you got him over there. He's probably physically bigger than most of the people on their card. Right. You know, and and and, and he's not that big. In, in WWE world. No, 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 So, I think he would do well in something like that. So, this... But... this Hold on. This brings a new idea now. Oh, you got now, an idea? Now I got ideas. Every once in a while, it happens. Sun even shines on a dog ass every once in a while. Whatever. I think that's... Is that that's a, what you were thinking Yeah, about? that's what I was thinking. A sunny dog ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... What's your thought? If we had our own wrestling promotion, who would we pull to be our main draws? Ooh. Like if we were to make our own, res- if we were to make our own T3W. Who would we? And we were the owners, proprietors, managers of it. Who would we want to be 
are like draws that we're pulling. Are you suggesting? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I like suggestions. Just a day? Mm-hmm. Like today we give some thoughts? Or are you suggesting maybe making this like a game? I, I like games. We know we like games. We've already swept the nation with Gorilla Position. Like I, already. I like where your head's so at. So let's throw in another game of T3W. All right, let's work out the rules. All right. <laughs> Where, T3W. Now, are we choosing any wrestler, or are we choosing only those available that have been released by WWE or on other companies where they allow people to move? No, I think for now, mm-hmm. just to keep it open, let's go with wrestlers that we feel should maybe leave where they're at okay. or aren't getting a fair share. Like, you know, I'll use AOP. Mm-hmm. AOP would be great anywhere. Yes, they Except are, WWE. They are they don't dead know what on to WWE. <laughs> yeah. So I would say, you know, my first pick for my production, mm-hmm. uh, and I think we should even do it in divisions. Like, okay. Single wrestlers, tag team, mm-hmm. female. Okay. However you want to do it. Like, mm-hmm. I would say, okay, my first pick would be the AOP into my T3W or TW3 or whatever mm-hmm. we're doing. Yeah. Um, I think we should even go so far mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as making our own production companies under the T3 label. Okay, okay. So we, we almost have, I wouldn't say competing, because we would never compete with each other. No, no. But uh, complementary wrestling productions, you own one, I own one. Right. And each week we'll pick to spotlight one wrestler or one tag team or one faction or what have you, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we will explain why them coming to our production is better. And it has to either be somebody available in the whole genre of West wrestling world or someone that we feel needs to leave WWE and come to us right. because they're not getting their first shake of now, whatever reason What if WWE. What if we want to go into the ranks of like known stars like a Ronda Rousey when she was a UFC fighter and say, like, hey, maybe I want to bring in this person, say, yeah, retire we, from UFC and come work for exactly. me. Exactly. Well, retire from football, come work for me. I would be fine with that. You want to pull, like, a Daniel Cormier from UFC, or you want to pull somebody, like, you know, from any any sort of MMA, Bellator, like anything like that? UFC knowledge. Mm-hmm. But, no, yeah, I mean, so I think what we should do is each week set what we are pulling for our promotion. Mm-hmm. Then we keep track of our promotion, and I think the only rule is we can't pick the same Yes. So, like, if I take AOP this week, mm-hmm. you can never have I AOP. I can never have AOP. Unless we agree to trades. Do we agree to trades? Because it's like, let's say I take AOP, you take the bar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want those to be my rivals in my tag team division. Right, So right. I say, okay, well, I will trade you a heavy machinery for the bar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you agree to that, and then we just swap them. I think I'd be open to trades. Yeah, I think we should be able to trade amongst the productions. Right, right. A la New Japan Ring of Honor. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm assuming, this is my assumption with AEW, Yeah. because of the history of the wrestlers that are there with New Japan Mm -hmm. and their connection with Ring of Honor, I think you are going to see a three-way production... Like bleed over. I don't think we'll have an all in mm-hmm. like we've had, but I think like you'll see AEW work with New Japan. Yeah, I think you'll see AEW work with Ring of Honor. And I mean, if, especially because of who is running, who's in charge, who's the head people right now at AEW came from all these other promotions. There are obviously the connections they have. Right. You know, they're not going to completely burn that New Japan bridge or burn that Ring yeah, of Honor I bridge. I think if you like, poach too much from those entities, mm-hmm. you're going to kill the the 
the huge climb that is indie wrestling. Right exactly. Now. But them taking from WWE. Oh, that's fine. It's it's just because fucking pull them away. Yeah. WWE <laughs> is a corporate giant, mm-hmm. and they are just hoarding everything up so nobody else can have them. Yep. I think these smaller production companies like New Japan in the United States and Ring of Honor and now AEW and, you know, a TNA mm-hmm. and the local other indie factions like, you know, Psycho Circus Wrestling and that right. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Them poaching off of WWE, I think, is fair game. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. So this, this is my idea, I think, for next week. We each come in with our wrestling production company name. Mm-hmm. Uh, under the T3 wrestling genre. So it's T3 Promotions. T3 Promotions. And you and I are recruiters for the, T3. Exactly. Each and running our own. We're going to build mm, our own stable. Our own Psycho Circus, our own New Japan, whatever it is. Yeah. And we have to come with our first single wrestler. Let's just do one at a time because this yeah. game can stretch for a while. Exactly. So our first single wrestler, we want to say, comes and becomes... Pretty much the main. So this face. is going to be our face of our, our our production. Exactly. This is like I'm going to bring in my number one guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the face that runs the place. So like, I'm going to bring in an AJ Styles, and you're going to bring in a Daniel Bryan, and these are going to be our exactly the faces. Yep. I think that's right. the way to go. So maybe we do more of like T3 wrestling, mm-hmm. and you be Raw, I be SmackDown. Ooh. I like that. That would make it easier. So we can work together. Yeah. We can go on each other's shows, Mm -hmm. but I am drafting my wrestlers to be on my show. And I'm drafting my wrestlers. I I I like like that. High five. Man, you're smart. I like that game. Hey, you know, every once in a while, Sunny Dog's ass. All right, so (laughs) you start thinking about Sunny Dog butts. Anyway. All right, let's get back into for real wrestling. Sorry. Uh, Stuff happened. Let's talk about Raw. Ton of stuff happened on Raw. We had It was the big 70th birthday party. Yeah, we had Flair. Um, we hit on all that. We had uh, Ronda Rousey starting the show, uh, coming out, uh, yelling at Stephanie McMahon, and then just dropping the belt in the ring because they wouldn't bring Becky back and leave. You either give these people what they want mm-hmm. or make a decision. Yeah. And she drops the belt. Um, so my impressions of Raw, mm-hmm. I know it is a grab your attention and it's like the reset button. Right, right. Um, I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. I loved Batista's entrance. I <sighs> Found it maybe kind of questionable in how they brought him back, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, I do have to say his sense of fashion with matching nose ring to glasses yeah. is pretty awesome. Yeah, um, and it, it was intense. That you know, do I have your attention now, Hunter? Do I? <laughs> so yeah, I mean that was great. Um, the matches were pretty good. Yeah, I see. Which is weird to me, and this is what I wanted to ask you. It's weird to me, like. Roman Roman opens the show. Yes. We're all emotional. I may have got a little eye sweat when he comes in. He says he's in remission. He mm. thanks God. He thanks the people. He thanks all the prayers. I hope that he is true, that he is going to now dedicate his career not to be the WWE puppet champion, but to just be like, hey, I'm wrestling. I'm a great guy. Look at all the wonderful things I'm doing, and I fight leukemia. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I hope he turns into that guy, and they let it grow organically. That's that's the hope. Yeah. It's no longer the push, 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 push. I, I worry, though, and this is, this is what I wanted to ask you about Dean, mm-hmm. is now that Roman is back, it, Dean has this open challenge, McIntyre, Elias, Corbin, and Lashley come out, and they mm-hmm. go to beat up Dean. 
Roman and Rollins come out and save Dean. Mm-hmm. Is this another comeback of the Shield? If somebody is leaving, why are you giving them so much TV time and story? Um, obviously, my thinking is this: at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. you're going to see the Shield and Strowman versus the the team of Lashley, McIntyre, Corbin, and Elias. Now, and then, where does that also mean that Seth Rollins then fights again, Brock Lesnar still, or do they somehow? Take that out. I don't know. <laughs> that's the problem. I don't know either. But that's the story I saw. Maybe they're going to do that at Fastlane, where it's a four-on-four match. Oh, they only got a week. Fastlane's on the tenth. Two weeks, right? No, it's next. Well, they, yeah. Sorry, they have. No, they have next week, and that's it. Next week is the go-home show, and that yeah, and then the that's following Sunday. It can be done. I mean, you've already built it. That's but true. That's all true. you got to do is have Dean come in and be like. Hey guys, uh, I may have lost my mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's do this for old time's sake. And Braun come in and go, yeah, I've had problems with them too. Mm. Fine, it's a four on four match. So then I think there's two main things to discuss here. We can figure out which one we want to talk about first. You want to talk about Roman first? Or you want to talk about Dean first? Uh, I think I think we can wrap up Dean real quick. Okay, is Dean really leaving? Yeah, or is this a, is this a work? I feel it's a work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think this is a work to get us vested and to keep our interest, but I also think it's a work to allow Dean to redevelop his character and find out what's going to work for him. I, I could see that. I could see that only because, as we were talking about, it's so much TV time and attention you're giving to someone who Has publicly is leaving. stated and you've stated. And you've stated. And, and they've, I mean, look at uh, TJP and Ty Dillinger and all them. They said they've been released. When was the last time you saw them on television? They were like, you're gone. Bye. Like, yeah. they didn't drag it out. They didn't say, oh, their contracts are coming out. They're going to leave at the end like they're doing with Dean. It was, they're done. They're released. They're gone. Right. Like, so. So I I personally believe it is a work. Mm-hmm. Now, I won't be disappointed if it's not and he just leaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, also I true. love the character of Dean Ambrose. Mm-hmm. John Good that plays him is a good enough wrestler. Yes. Great character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I said, if he goes anywhere else, like let's say he goes AEW, mm-hmm. if he goes there, I'll follow him there. I'll watch yeah. him there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem. I agree. So, I agree. Uh, but I, I also think, yeah, I think it is a work of some sort. Like, and it, then I think Seth is just riding whatever train he can get. Yeah, on. Mm-hmm. exactly. Dean and I are fighting great. Dean and I you are know? friends. Okay, Roman's back. Best buddies. Great. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we're all good. Yeah. Um, and I don't blame Seth because Seth is just on the path to wherever he needs to be. I yeah. think he will get that belt at WrestleMania. I, I agree. I, I think they're done with this with Brock, at least for yeah. now. And then, okay, so that leads us right into Roman. So, Roman. Now, there is the, the rumors that were going around on Monday night in the Twitter world. Yeah, is, a lot of talk. Is, is this a work? it a work? And he, here's the only reason I'm thinking not. WWE is big into cancer research cancer support for the so for them to to fake this in some form is is pretty low for them because of how much they support cancer research i am going to counterpoint you okay you counterpoint all my points well i'm I'm not doing it to be catty i'm Mm. doing it like hey this is the open discussion that's going on amongst the wrestling community right now Mm. those that think it was a work or is a work uh will tell you that yes I agree. This is the same company that is big into cancer research mm-hmm. and all this stuff and into all these causes. However, 
This is the same company that has teamed up with the uh, Komen Foundation, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. has done Connor's Cure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you not think they aren't generating revenue from that or tax oh. write-offs? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is the same company that has done abortion storylines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the same company that has done drug addiction storylines. They've this done is the same company. The what's his name's dad's funeral? Yeah. Like, dragging caskets away. Like so do I think WWE could do it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Other uh positive point that okay. may be real. Uh while I appreciate their ability in the ring and their ability on the mic. That day that he announced he was leaving, I do not think Seth Rollins or Dean Ambrose are that good of actors to have those emotional cries when he was leaving. I will counter with this. Counter with this. Mm -hmm. Both have been trained and both know how to sell very well. That is true. They are two of your superstars of wrestling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They have towed the company line. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think if they said cry, cry. Yeah. You mm-hmm. and I can cry on command. Well, that's because we're trained professional actors. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I wouldn't put it, like, I would not put it past him. And I think that's what a lot of the wrestle communi- uh, wrestling community is saying is, mm-hmm. you can't put this past them. Do I want to believe it's a work? Absolutely not. I right. want to believe this is all genuine and for real. I'm excited that, you know, Joe mm-hmm. is leukemia free. Yeah. And I can watch him on my TV again. Yeah. How yeah. long do you think that'll last? I don't. The thing that, the main reason that it it's even in the back of my head that this may all be fake, is it's so close to WrestleMania. It came like if back this was, if just this, at the right if time. If this was in two months, yeah. Like after, even if it was the Monday after WrestleMania, I'd be like, oh, he was probably better like a week or two ago, and they waited till this. The fact that it's just far enough away. That we can get him into a storyline for WrestleMania is very suspect. <laughs> Thank you for introducing another one of my points to say this could probably be a work. Uh, is Are they really this bad? I know they have been this bad. <laughs> you want better from a company that better. you like to watch. <laughs> exactly. I don't, that they wouldn't fake a cancer flare. Understand their highest time of ratings. Mm-hmm. Was when, you know, the Attitude Era. Yeah. When it was no holds bar and all free flow. Mm-hmm. And speaking of no holds bar. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I'm going to go off on a tangent. That's fine. Please do. the hell is going on with Alexa Bliss? <laughs> she mean... is now some trashy talk show host mm-hmm. that just wants to oogle men. Yeah. Yeah, I, pretty much. I'm body shamed. Yeah. I feel should. body shamed. You should be. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, she's talking about abs, saying if you show me your abs, I'll show you my. Oh, and then she gets cut oh, off. And she gets interrupted because we all want to put in the words we want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she would have said hands or something. Like, <sighs> yes, I think there was going to be something lame like hands. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it was implied. Oh, it was implied much but, more. But you know, I love our friends at The Wrestling Life. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were talking about it recently, and it really struck a chord with me. It's like, you know, this is what you do with your talent. Like, she yes. was a three-time women's champion. Yes. We loved watching her, and she's probably one of the best performers on the mic yes. in, the, in the women's division. Mm-hmm. And now she's subbed down to being basically a whore. Yes. Yeah. And, they, and 
in a rather quick turnaround. I mean, that that intern bringing her coffee and catching her topless yeah. was... The pivot point? Two months ago? So, like, it wasn't like that was like, this has been a long turn. Like So, but then it's like, in that, you have Lacey Evans. Now, the idea backstage is that Lacey Evans is their long-term build-up project to make her into, like, the next Charlotte Flair. Right, right. And almost to replace Rousey if, if and when Rousey leaves after WrestleMania to go have children like she's talking about. So, and if that's the case, if you're going to make Lacey Evans... Put her in the goddamn ring. I am. I don't need her so walking out at random times and just crap. waving. Yeah. Like, like, put her in the ring, have mm-hmm. her wrestle, show us what she can do. Make me want to believe she can be another Charlotte or a Ronda Rousey replacement or a contention for, like, a Becky Lynch or even an Asuka. Well, and that's the but problem. But the only it, time we've mm-hmm. seen her wrestle main card yeah. is the Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah. And, and I think that's the problem is you're not – what they're doing now with this walkout, at least to me and I think to you, too – is you're not teasing her. It's just becoming annoying. Your promos for, for Lars Sullivan, that was teasing. Like, oh, I can't wait for him to be here. And, and it never he? happened. Yeah. <laughs> but what you're doing with Lacey isn't, it's not giving me that anticipation of, oh, I can't wait till she gets to the ring. It's just like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, it's just like, let her fight or not. There like, she is. Mm-hmm. And like the little pops of heavy machinery. Like, I get it. You get the comedic team of them coming out and doing what they do. Mm-hmm. But um, we're wrestling fans. Yeah. yeah. We like the characters. We still want to see them wrestle. We do. We do. Mm-hmm. I want them to perform in and out of the ring. Yeah. yeah. And you're not giving me enough. Mm-hmm. So it goes back to our original thing. Like, is it time for Alexa to leave? <sighs> Or, or mm. with everything that's gone on with Alexa, is this her choice? Like, I don't really want to wrestle, but I, I still want to be part of the production. Right, right. So exactly. is this her choice or their choice? Or their choice or... I, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't Where know. Where did I jump off rails on that? I, I don't know. Because then, because we also get into, once again this week, while we are fans of it, these NXT people are still there fighting. I think they're on the roster. I they don't know. Because they're, they, they're going to go with their permanent call-ups. Because they're also still on NXT. Oh, they'll put the, the NXT Gargano was on NXT this week. Ciampa was on NXT this week. Him, they're fighting together in the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic as DIY. So they're, they're still there. Like, they're still on yeah, NXT. But I still think that's just to put the next generation over. Mm-hmm. So, like, Velveteen Dream winning the uh, uh, American belt. Right. The North American, yeah. The North mm-hmm. American belt. You know, that put Velveteen Dream over. Mm-hmm. That was Gargano's way of saying, here you go. Yeah. Ciampa giving away Goldie is going to be a bigger push. Mm-hmm. Now, I think it should go to Keith Lee. We talked about that. Yes. By the way, uh, last night, Keith Lee versus Dominic Dozovic mm-hmm. was a really good match. Definitely need to make sure you watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I do like good. Dozovic. I like them. I like, and I mean, Keith Lee's a big guy, mm-hmm. like 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, but Dozovic being 6'7", still towers over him. And they both somehow move... Incredibly well for very large gentlemen. Oh man, Keith Lee in the ring is amazing. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I think it, the belt should go to him, and I think them competing in the Dusty Road Tag Team Challenge will put over the next. Like, if you're going to have undisputed error, claim it again. Right. What better way than beating Champa and Gargano? Everybody loves D, uh, DIY. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I think this is all to make the transition and put these people in NXT over. But it's to draw your attention into NXT for those just WWE followers. Or, remember, 
We're getting some real TV money now. Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. guys, if you're going to start watching me now so you know it's going to be on Fox in a couple mm-hmm. months, mm-hmm. we've got this program over here called NXT, and right. it's really, really good. really good. Speaking, and they're they're doing that same thing, too, because I know I, I messaged you last night. On la- this week's NXT, NXT uh, Sasha Banks and Bayley came out right. with their tag team belts and said they're defending this on Raw, they're defending it on SmackDown, and they're defending it on NXT. And we talked about this <laughs> with the... They have to. There's they not enough to. talent There's on not, the other yeah. shows. They're already taking single people and making them tag teams. I mean, they did that for the Elimination Chamber yeah, because they had to. So now I think if you're doing this, at least there is the possibility of... Instead of if, just the Iconics and just Boss Hug, you will have a few strictly women tag teams. So I made a fantasy women's tag team because it was funny to me. Okay, okay. Um, I call it Team Too Short. Yes. It's mm-hmm. Nikki Cross and Zelina Vega. Uh, because neither one of them are over four foot something. I think that is perfect. And they're just like the almost midget wrestlers, mm-hmm. and they whip it. And they would have some sort of move where one of them is on top of the other's shoulders and they make like a giant person. Yeah. And they so walk around they like, could, So that they could beat up Nia Jax in the face. Because <laughs> they'd be just about that height. Yeah, because she's eight feet tall. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I, I love just, it. I like your idea. I was just thinking about that. I like your idea. I like so. Team Too Short. But mm-hmm. anyway, I just feel it's like, and we we keep going back to it, but we've been saying from the get-go that we love the idea of a women's tag team. We love the idea that it's just one women's tag team that can go cross promotions. Mm-hmm. But we've been touting you don't have enough talent, single or tag team female wrestlers, to carry two women title champions mm-hmm. and a tag team uh, belt. Yeah, You what don't do, have enough talent. What do you think about the fact, and I was thinking about this last night while watching them, you make the women's tag team all three shows. You take the men's tag team. You make it, at minimum, Raw and SmackDown. <coughs> at minimum, Raw and SmackDown. Your face just exploded. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. NXT tag teams, I think, is actually decently strong. I don't know if you need them to come there for their male tag teams. Mm-hmm. But I think you should take the ICC, and I think you should take the U.S. champion, and make them minimum Raw and SmackDown. I think... Like, there should be interchange. I think you should get rid of the universal belt and the heavyweight belt. Just have a heavyweight belt. That, and that's cross-promotion. Mm-hmm. Then I think you should have the U.S. champion and the Intercontinental champion, and those are Raw and SmackDown belts. Raw, Raw and SmackDown specific. So yeah. whoever holds the Intercontinental and the U.S. champ are the number one contenders mm-hmm. to the title belt. That could work. That so could work. that on that your too. shows, everybody's fighting for those belts so that they can get a chance at the big belt. Mm-hmm. That way, your champion can be on both shows, and when you're going to Fox and USA Network, you have the ability to have your number one face, you know, on both. Because on both. that's what they're going to need to do. I mean, they're, they're going to need to pull people that for years have been watching both shows on USA and say, hey, come to Fox and watch SmackDown. And they're going to need to pull people from that see it for the first time or recently again on Fox and say, you need to go to USA on Mondays and watch Raw. Like, And I think, like you just said, take that men's division tag team belt, make it one belt, mm -hmm. make it cross-promotion. Yep. Because the biggest thing now is you want, like Fox has said, I want to have the ability to have, you know, if Seth Rollins is the biggest person on WWE, but Mm -hmm. he's, you know, contracted to Raw... We still want him over on SmackDown to draw the ratings. Exactly. This will give you that ability because then you just team him up with a Roman Reigns 
bring them over as, you know, special contenders. Mm -hmm. And then you can have the storylines of, well, what happens if this Raw team wins, you know? So you have all this ability to tie everything together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you can have NXT as the nagging little brother that, hey, we're the NXT tag team champions. We want our shot at the belt. Let's bring it up in. Yeah. I think it would work a lot better that way. It would open up a lot more storyline. And... In consolidating the belts, it's not Raw is Raw, SmackDown is SmackDown, and you watch either or or both. Mm-hmm. You know, there is no crossover except for Survivor Series. It's the one night but of the year. one night of the year where both shows go yeah. at each other. So I just, I think you would do yourself a lot more favor if you kind of consolidated some belts. You would allow a lot of cross-promotion and a lot of crossover because it's like, hey, Shane and Miz want to come over and challenge... Uh, you know, the revival? Yeah. Have fun with it. Exactly. Exactly. I, I think you're going to get a lot better matches out of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Oh. Plus, we haven't even got into the fact that KO came back. We love KO. We love so happy he's back. So much. But I don't know. They're bringing him back face. Yes. And, I mean, he exemplifies it by, like, one, Vince comes out and says, KO gets the tag uh, title match. Mm-hmm. And then he goes back and he's like, wait a minute, Kobe deserves this too. To prove that I'd like to team with him tonight. Mm. That's not a KO line. No, no, not at all. Not I, I at just, all. I want KO to come back as KO. Yes, Where exactly. he's out for Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. and he could be good or bad doing it, you know, face or heel doing it. But I want him to, you know, own the character. Like, you could tell he's not comfortable. No. You can also tell in that match that he's not fully recovered. No, no. Uh, he wasn't moving it. He wasn't moving uh, anywhere near the speed he Speaking of was. not moving at all, the Hardys came back. Oh, my why? And I thought, like, from what I remember reading, like, Matt Hardy was, like, a day or two away from his contract being done, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he's back on the painkillers? He's got to be. I mean, there's so no way. he can be moving. Yeah, there's flex. no I mean, he's barely moving, and there's no way he can even move that much. I just, oh, and their matches are awful. Like, yeah. you can see Matt Hardy isn't doing anything right. And Jeff Hardy, like, he almost broke his neck doing the Swanton this mm-hmm, week. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a regular night show. Yeah, yeah. I, I they Do do you think this is leading to, they announced this week Honky Tonk coming into the Hall of Fame. Are they putting Hardy Boys in and they just wanted to give him one more thing? And then next week we get Hardy Boys announced into the no, Hall of Fame? No, I don't think you'll see the Hardy Boys go in this year. <sighs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Though I am hoping, with this new announcement, that at some point we get an Elias Honky Tonk Man sing-along. Because that's what I would like to see, is them singing together. Or fighting. I don't bad. know what Honky Tonk Man looks like now. <laughs> I have not looked him up, but I'm guessing... Is he, he still alive? He's got to be, right? They know. didn't say posthumously he was being entered in, did I they? I don't know. Let's see. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe he's not. If you're listening right now, tweet us. In the middle of the show, as John's looking it up, and let us know if Honky Tonk Man is alive. I think he still is. I don't know. I don't know what, like I said, I don't know what he looks like now. But so, uh, because I wasn't wearing my glasses, yeah, is, is Honky Tink Man is still all, alive? Is Honky Tink Man? <coughs> I think that was his name when he was a kid. Still it was alive. Honky Tink. Still alive. Currently, Woo! Currently go. working on the independent circuit. Go Honky Tonk. I couldn't remember if he was alive or dead. Yeah, go him. Go him. So, I'm happy for that. And to answer your question, mm-hmm. that's what he looks like. He's the white guy. Oh, okay, in that picture? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eh, that's not horrible. <laughs> eh, he's good enough. Mm-hmm. 
Um, anyway, so I think we cover a lot of Raw, and there's a lot to cover. It's yes. good stuff. Yes. Um, Becky comes out, gets arrested by quote unquote the Atlanta PD, which were in generic police uniforms. And then and- did you see her her quote unquote mugshot, where it's the three pictures because mugshots are three pictures now, left side, right side, center, with just a little placard that says Atlanta PD. That's that's all it says. Yeah. And, but no there is talk or... of that becoming a shirt, and I would totally buy that shirt. <laughs> Got it on pre-order, <laughs> yeah, bitches. bitches. Because you know why? Mm-hmm. Becky Lynch, I love you. Oh, there we go. 66 episodes strong. <laughs> Just keep it real. <laughs> keep it real. All right, so Daniel Bryan, well, we, we got into it a little bit. Kevin Owens takes the title spot uh, at Fastlane from Kofi. Which I believe is now going to open up into a three-way with Kofi, Kevin Owens, and Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Okay. I don't Mm -hmm. know why they feel these title matches have to be three-ways. They love three-ways. I don't hate it. I just don't understand why it has to be so much. Mm -hmm. Um, Outside of that, SmackDown was SmackDown? Yeah, there wasn't anything horrible about it. No. But there wasn't anything like, you have to check out this match, you have to watch this. Like, they were all decent, they were all okay, like, and I don't know if that's because a lot more stuff, kind of, a lot more storyline stuff happened on Raw, Mm -hmm. so therefore the fact that there wasn't a whole lot happening on SmackDown, like... I will say this. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite parts of SmackDown this week... Yes. ...was R-Truth. Yes. Talking about... (laughs) How John Cena would handle the U.S. champion open challenge. Yes, because John Cena is his hero when he was a little kid. And both Rusev and Nakamura want to challenge him. And Carmella basically tells him, well, John Cena would say, bring them both on. I'll fight them both. He goes, no. (laughs) No, that would be dumb. I don't want to do that. I don't want to fight either of them. But he does. But he does. Retains the belt. But I just thought that dialogue where he was like, John Cena has been my hero since I was a little kid. You guys wrestled each other and with each other. Um, and you started before. And, and, and just his like blatant open like, no, I don't want to wrestle them both. That no, would be dumb. That would be crazy. I did hurt. That would be crazy. So I, I actually love that little bit with R-Truth. I love the comedy that R-Truth gives me. Yes. And it amazes me that the guy's almost my age. And is that good in the ring? Yeah, it's. I don't know how he does it. Like, especially because you look at some of these wrestlers who aren't even as old as him, that are slowly moving. That are, and he his ability is ridiculous at hey, his age. The other day when you and I were talking wrestling, as yeah, we always, as do, we always do, and we were talking end, with our buddy Jeff the Ref. on a day that ends in Y when we're talking and, wrestling. Jeff the Ref brings up Aleister Black yes. and how he loves the Black Mass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just in my mind, I thought of all the wrestlers that are now using some form of the super kick yes. as their finishing move. Mm-hmm. And you come out with the because they realize it's not going to end their career no, early. it's not. It's the one of the main things I remember hearing in a Hulk Hogan interview was the leg drop was the worst possible finishing move he had ever could have come up with because that did nothing but destroy his hips, uh, you know, for years. But then you talk to people like Shawn Michaels, and I think we've talked about it before. The super kick is basically just a dynamic stretch. Yeah. Like, you do yoga, you do some DDP yoga, and you can super kick. Exactly. Like, so you can do that into your 50s and 60s even, you know. Look at Shawn Michaels. Look at Shawn Michaels. But then you look at, like, Undertaker, like that tombstone pile driver. 
that has to destroy his knees. Yeah. Every time. Especially when you start getting older. So, like, ending it with a super kick <laughs> or some variation thereof, it's really just stretching well. Like, I that's so. all it is. I, and I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Like, it always and, looks and, good, man. It, <laughs> and Jeff made it a point. He's like, I don't care. It's still <laughs> awesome to watch. Yes. And it's not an arguable point. You're no. exactly right. You're exactly so, right. Jeff, if you're out there, buddy, listen, we give you kudos. You're exactly right. You mm-hmm. just opened up some great conversation for us. Yeah, as so, he often does. As and often I does. think I think with that, we've we pretty much I wrapped we up. It all? We got Fastlane coming up, which is going to lead us into our points. Right, right. So we'll pick. We'll uh, announce our picks for Fastlane next week. We'll put out our sheets and everything like that. Now the stuff has been changed, and you've added uh, KO instead of Kofi and stuff like that. We'll get all our matches. I'm sure there'll be a few that are figured out next week. Maybe, like we said, even a Shield one coming up yeah. or something. Uh, I'm sure something like that's going to come out on next week's Go Home shows. But we'll throw those in. We'll have a what will be our third uh, event in our first quarter of the T3 Championship Pick'em Challenge. Right. Ending off in WrestleMania, the winner of all three events, or all four events, who has the most points over all four, will be the first at ones the to end own of WrestleMania, the belt. will be the belt holder. Exactly. And they will own it for at least another quarter of the year. Yeah. Until the next one. Until we get to SummerSlam. And then we'll do that and we'll do that. And don't forget, folks, John is going to WrestleMania. I am. He forgets a lot. I Well, because I'm old. And and in case you're wondering, he did invite me to his house to watch WrestleMania yesterday. Yeah. Forgetting that he's going to WrestleMania. Well, because it's been 48 years, <laughs> and this is the first WrestleMania I am going to. You think I'd be really excited? Um, my son is. Right, right. And you and, just keep forgetting. And he remembers. But I am so, like, overwhelmed with real life stuff mm-hmm. that I'm just like, oh, yeah, I... Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot oh, about yeah. that. I am going to WrestleMania. Yeah. So, anyway, I will um, I will refocus. Mm-hmm. When I get to WrestleMania that Friday night, Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, my son and I have already decided our little plan of action. We have all day Saturday we have access. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're going to go do that uh, until he gets tired. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because he'll have to drag me away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to do access. We're going to try to take in some of the independent shows. He mm-hmm. doesn't know it yet, but... Um, him and I are going to dinner, mm-hmm. and we have tickets to a show. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to take my 12-year-old to a Broadway show yeah, that you are. I want to see. Yeah, you are. Can you also see, if it's happening, because I know it's happened at previous WrestleMania or previous events, if Dolph Ziggler has a comedy show? From what I've heard, I don't know <laughs> if I want to see Can it. Can you try it? I want you to go see it. <laughs> Personally, for me. Okay. If so, I, I will look into it. If mm-hmm. so, I will see what tickets are. Yeah. But remember, I have a 12-year-old in That's tow, true. So I That's can't true. really go to an adult comedy show oh, with the kid. He's fine. Um, but then, um, our seats. Mm-hmm. I am, I'm going to be at WrestleMania. Yes. My seats are nosebleed. <laughs> but they're there. Yeah. They're there. I will physically be there in the outdoor stadium watching WrestleMania. And we are going to look for you, and you will be wearing a take-two, take-down shirt. Custom. Custom-made you will be there. We want everybody. We're going to give a prize to whoever spots you on camera and sends That's us right. a screenshot. That's right. If they send, send us screenshot. a screenshot of you in the audience, we will send them their own custom Take-Two Takedown shirt. Exactly. That's 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 what we're hoping for. So we'll see. We'll see. But we'll see. I doubt you'll see us because, like, we are so high up, we're going to need gas masks. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's fine. It'll but. help you support Dean Ambrose coming out. Okay, there you go. 
All right, so we got WrestleMania coming up next month. We got Fastlane coming out in two weeks or a week and a half. But this weekend, Right Coast Pro. Party Gras! Party Gras! All right, Saturday, March 2nd, 7 p.m., Right Coast Pro is going to be there. We already talked last week about a lot of the matches. The main one I think we need to talk about, because it's going to be our moment of that I'm going to talk about right now and do it a little early, is this week the Baldwin brothers put out another YouTube promo against the Crazy Kids. That's so awesome. Because remember in this match, it's Baldwin brothers versus Crazy Kids. The one who loses has to break up as a team until Money Money and the Monarchy lose their belts. Right. So this is big. Uh... So for our moment of, I want to put in the audio from their YouTube clip promotion because it's amazing, as it often is. I'm, I'm totally down with totally it. Totally down. Moment of, Baldwin Brothers, Right Coast Pro. And in the show notes, you'll put down the uh, tag for the YouTube clip. Exactly. I'll put it down there so, so people can click on it. You can watch it yourself because watching it and seeing them on it is just as good as listening to it, if not better. The Baldwins are badass. Badass. We do love us some crazy kids. You know what they say, Harry? Imitation is the greatest form of flattery. Except when it comes to you two punks, because we clearly don't like you. See, crazy kids, you can post all the stupid YouTube videos that you want to. Come down in your fancy outfits and your colorful glow sticks. But see, it's okay to be scared. What? Jim. Hey. Ricky. Hey, hey. The pressure is on you! Hey. What? They did it again. Look. What? Look. Another It's about to get crazy! You need wit! Jerry! You need wit! Jerry! You need wit! Jerry! You need wit! Que lo que mi gente, mi nombre es Ricky, y este video sirve como prueba de que habla español de verdad. Totally apart. 
You two idiots are absolutely clueless without each other. Clueless. So March 2nd at Party Gras, the Baldwins are throwing a little party of their own. And it's going to be a farewell party. Yeah, a farewell party. And everyone's invited. Everybody's invited. So you all can bear witness as the Baldwins flip the RCB world upside down. Upside down. And dismantle <laughs> and separate the crazy kids. Crazy. <laughs>Right Coast Pro puts on a great show. It's very family friendly and mm -hmm. it's very inexpensive for you to take your family and have a great night. Oh, I think yeah. the most expensive seat is 20 bucks. Exactly. And, exactly. you know, the wrestlers interact with you, the promotion interacts with you. Every fan there is friendly and kind. You're not going to get those like weirdos like us. Us. I mean, you know, you might still get us, but we'll be friendly. But we're friendly weirdos. We're friendly weirdos. Yeah. We're like the guys, like, look at those guys who are so into this, they brought their own signs. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's us. Mm -hmm. But um, do yourself a favor. Go to Party Grawl. Party Grawl this weekend. RightCoastPro.com. Buy your tickets there. Because you know who else is wrestling? Mm -hmm. Mozart Fontaine. <sighs> a legendary. Love that name. The legendary name. chick magnet. Love Mozart that Fontaine. Name. All right, John, I think there's only one more thing for us to do this week, and that is the game... Sweeping the nation until T3 Wrestling Promotions also sweeps the nation as the <laughs> as everybody's second most favorite game. But we have Gorilla Position. Gorilla Position, the mm -hmm. game where we pick a venue for us to cast wrestlers in a role of our favorite movies mm -hmm. or TV shows or action figures or whatever we want to make wrestlers be the stars of. Exactly. And this week... We're going to change it up a little bit. Ooh, a little curve. This past weekend, Fighting With My Family, the Page story released, uh, world, you know, worldwide, uh, larger release. Worldwide. So, worldwide. Uh, so people could see it all about Page. We got the news that the upcoming Hulk Hogan biopic will star one other than Thor, Chris Hemsworth, as Hulk Hogan. Yeah, and we are both excited. I'm leery because I don't think Hulk Hogan makes a good story. Yeah. But we're both excited to see Chris Hemsworth in the... In the, the, the pseudo-Fu Manchu. Yeah. And then I want to see him do the black shoe polished beard. Oh, oh, I hope so. I want blonde, ble bleach blonde mustache, black polished beard, NWO, Hulk. Hollywood then, Hulk Hogan. Then I want to see Hemsworth just do the circuit with that look. Yes, yes. I think it'd be beautiful. So this week we're doing something a little bit different. We decided we're going to figure out our three favorite wrestlers to have a biopic made about them. And then cast a Hollywood star to play them in said pick. Mm. If everybody's tracking me on that. So we're going to pick our three favorite wrestlers. So you flipped the script. We're flipped it. Now we're... we are going to do this. We are going to tell the biopic of one of our favorite wrestlers yep. and use actors to fill the spot. Exactly. Exactly. All right. I am ready. All right. Do you want to go first or would you like me to go first? I would like to go first. You go first. knowing the rules, you can't pick what I pick. And Correct. I know you and I would most likely... 
probably picked the same one. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to steal him. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I have him picked as well. And as long as you don't pick my same actor, I'm still doing it. <laughs> so we'll see. Mm. So mm-hmm. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yes. One of our favorite wrestlers. Yeah. I think our joint, maybe all time favorite wrestler. So here's my dilemma. I mm-hmm. want to use a specific actor, mm-hmm. but I want to use him again. And I don't think I can do that. I don't, I don't so know if we can now, allow that. I don't know if we can allow right, that. But just, fans will be confused if two biopics came out starring the same person as different people. I did lock in Rowdy Roddy Piper, so he's mine. Okay. And um, I am going to go with playing Rowdy Roddy Piper. Uh, you need somebody that is comedic, that mm-hmm. can be kind of the evil guy. Yeah. Um, Michael Myers. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, just wait. It gets better. <laughs> He can do a hell of an Irish accent, though. Yep. If needed. Well, Piper was Scottish, but that's okay. It's all the same. Uh, no, it's yeah, just two different guy, countries. Just ask the guys a two-bit. It's all the same. <laughs> they'll be fine if you call him Scottish. Yeah, yeah, they'll be fine. Sure. Uh, also, I don't care. I'm stealing Roddy Piper because I, ha- I cast someone different. Because that's what I'm doing. It's, a di- it's the same person, but different actor. So it's a whole different movie. You didn't pick Michael Myers to play I did Roddy not pick Roddy Michael Piper? Myers to play him. To play him, I picked... A star who looks good, but can do comedy, because he's done it before, Gerard Butler. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. 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 So that was that was my next one. Who was your next deserving of a biopic actor or wrestler? Okay, because we mentioned them, and I just think this would be hilarious. Mm-hmm. The Hardy Boys. Ooh. Jeff and Matt Hardy. Yes. Yes. Played by Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. And John C. And Rock. John C. Rock. Because I'm not gonna lie, if that... you are starting to see the trend, mm-hmm. all of mine are going to be comedies. I'm, I'm not against that. I think that would be pretty fun. That would be <laughs> hilarious, wouldn't it? Yeah. Could you see like Will Ferrell being Jeff Hardy and just hiding in a closet, shooting up somewhere? Yeah, yeah. And be like, save me, baby Jesus, or, with your heroin stick. Or I could see Will Ferrell being Matt Hardy when he goes broken. Yeah. And just goes insane. <laughs> I could see that. That would be hilarious. I could see that. Uh, next person I'm casting. Uh, I'm. I don't know if I would cast him now. This is a problem. Is I don't know if I could use this actor now because he's a little bit older, and I know how much you hate him anyway. But for the Shawn Michaels biopic, I don't hate Shawn Michaels. Tom Cruise. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay. So they're both the same height. Both the same height. I'm thinking Rock of Ages. Tom Cruise. Yeah. He can play that like superstar, sexy man. Like I would almost go like a Mark Wahlberg. In a there. Mark Wahlberg could work in that. He yeah. did did that kind of thing in Rockstar. Like he could work yeah. in that. So I think because you need somebody who could be like over the top, like Shawn Michaels was. So I, that was I like I like that. Although I am not a big fan of Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's this fantastic actor that everybody else does. Yeah, that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I bet but, you he can do a dynamic stretch of a super kick. I'm sure he can mm-hmm. for all that running he does. <laughs> yep. Now, so for my third and final pick, mm-hmm. um, I needed to go a little. So I went male champion, mm-hmm. tag team champions. I'm going to go female champion. Okay. Okay. All right. Hit me. Um, for my female, mm-hmm. uh, playing the role of Charlotte Flair. Ooh, that was one I was trying to think of. I couldn't. I was having trouble thinking of an actress to fit her. I did not go on looks. Okay. I just okay. think it would be hilarious to watch Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> Be Ric Flair's daughter. <laughs> so if you notice my... I like your comedy genres. Yeah, like I mm-hmm. went with the genre that they would all be comedies. Yes, yes, I and, like it. 
I like it. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. What do you got? So, this is my last one. This is the one who I honestly think there needs to be a Ric Flair biopic. Yeah. Like, that needs to be made. That should have been done years ago. The 30 for 30 Ric Flair may have been the best thing ESPN has ever put out. All right. The problem is, who do you get to play? So, here is the problem. We came up with this game, like, two days ago, three days ago. Since then, Ric Flair has come out and said in the Hulk Hogan biopic, I want this person that I already chose to play wow. me in the Hulk Hogan Kismet movie. Fate, I know who it is. <laughs> so, Bradley Cooper needs to play Ric Flair. I think he could do it. I think he could do it. I think he could totally I do it. absolutely think And I think it. he could do the many stages of Ric Flair. Like, all into start aging him and stuff like that. He could do that 100%. Right. Shotgun blast. Mm-hmm. See if you can go. Okay. Cactus Jack, Mankind, and Dude Love. Who would you have play Mick Foley? Jonah Hill. Jack Galifianakis. <laughs> that could work, too. Zach Galifianakis. That could work, too. Next shot. Uh, Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes? Mm-hmm. I would have played by... Um, um, oh, God, I can't think of the actor's name. Uh, this is why this game is fun as a shotgun blast, too. Because yeah, you don't know I don't know actors' names. Um, the guy from Mike and Molly. Oh, that, yeah. I know who yeah. you're talking about. I don't know what his name the is. The guy who played Mike, not yeah. Molly. Mm-hmm. That was Melissa McCarthy. My guess, Jack Black. Ooh, he would be good. Shit, mm-hmm. I like Jack Black better. Yeah. Good call, good call. <laughs> good call. All right, shotgun blast. Um, Rey Mysterio. <sighs> Rey Mysterio is rough. If I can go a younger, I'm going to say Antonio Banderas. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with the guy who played Pedro in... Uh, <laughs> in um, well, Napoleon Dynamite. In Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> or uh, what's his name from the 70s show? From the 70s Fez? show? Yeah, Fez. Ah! I like that. I like that. Last one, Shotgun Blast, Becky Lynch. How dare you? Because <laughs> I know you avoided her. Because you don't want anyone to be Becky Lynch but Becky Lynch. And you know what the problem's going to be. Mm-hmm. Anna and I just broke up. Anna Kendrick and you just broke up. So I don't know if you could choose her. And it was because of Becky. Right, right. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going to have to, you know, make this vicious circle known. Mm-hmm. Because of my love for all of them, it would be Anna Kendrick playing Becky Lynch. I'm okay with that. I'm going to go with, on the hopes that she can do a uh, Scottish-Irish accent. I'm not sure which Becky is. <laughs> She's Irish. <laughs> okay, okay. Is that, why, is that why she has the Scottish lass shirts? Is that what it is? It's just Irish lass kicker. <laughs> um, on hopes that she can do it, I'm going to go Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt, I could see Amy Adams, maybe. Amy Adams, maybe. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the, th- the, the thing you have with Becky Lynch is it's also really funny. Yeah, you So wanna... you have to choose somebody that could maybe be funny. Like, oh, I am so bad with this game. So bad at this game. Who was in The Princess Diaries? Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, yeah. I put her in there, too. I think she would be like I a Dark Horse that. candidate, but it'd be pretty fun. I could see that. Or um, 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 Natalie Portman. I could see that. I think I could see that. Emma Stone? Ooh, Emma Stone may be a good choice. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> this game could go on forever. Stop, stop, stop. All right. And that is episode 66. That's it? That's it. That's it. 
Thank you for listening this week, folks. Don't forget, go back, listen to episode 124 of the main Take Two show that we were both on, so therefore it's obviously amazing. Hey, you'll hear me with the beer in my system. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. Stupid, I it's was dumb. Stupid, awesome. <laughs> it was great. It was great. We had fun. It was great. Uh, we just made our picks for the uh, first phase of our summer movie with the Take Two guys. Exactly, we did so it last night. Listen, how well our your wrestling buddies can do movie stuff. Yeah, yeah, which uh, hopefully is decent. Yeah. So if you want to hear that, you can go and catch us on Take Two. Yep. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Take two spotlight just dropped one on Amy, uh, Amy Adams. Adams. Speaking of, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be dropping about twenty nine more. Right. Uh, the realm uh, just recently came out, so make sure you check that out, and be sure to look for this Saturday coming out the CW recap because it's all about John. It's all about me. Roy <laughs> will have uh, Supernatural and Legacies. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But it'd be John and Roy show. John and Roy, and I'll be there for Riverdale. We'll see. We'll You've see. had some technical difficulties later. Well, the, the biggest problem is you have to remember to remind me so that I can remember to do it. Exactly. That's going to be a big issue. I don't remember things well either. But thank you for joining us, folks. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Take Two Takedown. Don't forget to email us, triple T bag at gmail.com. Speaking we can read your bag, letter on the show. We didn't read a letter. We didn't. We'll have to read it next week. We keep doing that and then we never we read the letter. We read one last week and we're going to have. Before. We're going to have to have. An episode where we just go in the mailbag and we answer letters. I have a feeling that sometime after WrestleMania and before Slumber Slam, Slumber Slam, Slumber Slam, because that's pretty much what it's going to be—a slumber time for that wow. that quarter. You're predicting of, already? Yes, I'm predicting already that somewhere in between there we do a, a mailbag. We will have show. an all mailbag show because it's going to be a boring week. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Right. I I see that coming. And be sure to go on, rate us, review us, tell us how much you love us on whatever podcasting app you're listening to. I believe that's all we've got to All right, folks. Peace. Like, I've had peanut butter with butter on top of it. Right. If I could put a fat with another fat on it, I'm gonna. Peanut butter and butter sandwich is my go to sandwich. Oh, is it? Like, that's my. I've had that. I eat that more than peanut butter and jelly. Now, have you had peanut butter and bacon? I have done that. This, the peanut butter, bacon, banana fried. Sandwich. I've done one of those just to um, have one. Mm. I was not a big fan. I, I, but I enjoyed, don't like I enjoyed hot, it, mushy but, banana. Yeah, I enjoyed it for because I like the mushy banana. Please. Oh, no, I do not mm. like hot, mushy banana. I found that out easy. I do like putting peanut butter and honey. Oh, yeah. That's mm. oh, freaking divine. Like, I want to get the honey peanut butter for the triscuits. I've, I've, yeah, the skippy honey peanut butter is the way to go. Oh, so good. Um... So good! Uh, when I lived in a house in college. Uh, you lived in a house? I lived not in a, a box. box? Yeah, I lived in a house with like five other people. Yeah. And one of the girls I live with, I'm still friends with, like constantly says like her favorite thing to do was come home and see me sitting on the couch 
and just gym shorts, uh, watching Passions, the soap opera, eating peanut butter out of the jar, making a hole, making a hole in the peanut butter with my tongue, uh, and pouring honey in the hole. Just eating that. That's that part. I, it could be like, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, and I was like, how often did that happen? She was like, at least half a dozen times, Greg. <laughs> Greg, you do that every day. We rented a townhouse together, so mm-hmm. he would work, like, my days off. So okay. we never really, like, the days that we were there together, we did some stupid shit. Like, yeah. we, the dining room we made into a knee hockey. Oh, obviously. <laughs> like, you had to play hockey on your knees? Obviously. So we did that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I remember I would be home Friday nights, mm-hmm. and he would have to work. And every Friday night, I would order a pizza mm-hmm. and get a two-liter bottle of soda and I would sit in the, the television room mm-hmm. and I would eat a pizza, drink a two liter bottle. And I would, it, he told me this, I didn't realize, but when he was getting ready to leave for work, I would have the pizza delivered. When he came home from work at like one in the morning, the pizza box and the empty bottle would be sitting on the coffee table. I'd either be asleep in the recliner or upstairs in my room. And he goes, John, you need to find someone. You need to start dating because that's not okay. At this house in college. Oh no! <laughs> I had a, I had a cat. A cat had gone to feed the homeless at my mom's church uh-huh. on Easter, and they gave you a cat. And this homeless family came in with a cat. They were like, "We can't take care of a little teeny kitten they had found," so I took it home, named it Tyrone. <laughs> so I would have to call. They would just be lived in my room. He yep. wasn't allowed in the rest of the house. So one bedroom, litter box. I would run out of food constantly. Constantly run out of cat food. So his main staple of his diet was Cheerios and peanut butter and butter sandwiches that I would make myself and just give him pieces of it. Like when eventually, how long did Mr. T live? He he lived the whole, he lived with the whole time I was in the house so about two years. Then I, I moved to an apartment which didn't allow pets, so I gave it to my mom. He barely ate cat food because he was used to Cheerios and peanut butter and butter sandwiches, and he was horrible. So she threw him out at some point. I fucking hate you. I hate you with my whole heart, you shitbag. Mm. Alright. Alright. Good times. What are we? 66. 66. So it's you. So it's me. Hello! Tabanga! Arabi! Hey <laughs> Get a snow cone. <laughs> Get a snow cone. I don't know any of the words. So I was like, They're not English. <laughs> hey, Topanga, go to the beach with a ball. <laughs> hey, yo. Get a snow cone. Hey, Topanga, go to the beach with a ball. With a ball. With a ball. Get a snow cone. <laughs> <laughs> See, it works. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's some funny shit. Okay, that's there you go. That's funny shit. You're welcome. Hey, I'm serious now. We're for supposed realsies. to just talk about wrestling. For realsies. And the funny thing is I wasn't even drinking. No, I know. You're just funny.